Welcome to Panther Paris, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone. Uh, this this is the Panther Pre podcast. I, I I know that I sound a little shaky in my intro right now, but that's because we are in territory so uncharted that I feel like the standard opening just does not fit. Uh, my name is Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Lopez. And joining us today, friend of the show, uh, senior producer for the Levitard Show is Stu Gotts, um, Montgomery & Co-Pod, because Miami, Metal Arc Media, you know him from a thousand different things. Our good friend, Mr. Roy Bellamy. The Panthers are in the fucking conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? this Nick is fucking Cousins. A Nick Cousins special. Shout out to Ratko Gudas on that screen. Oh, uh, yeah. And a holding oh, the stick. Oh, yeah. And oh, a holding the stick. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to say there was inference, but uh, we're not going to say that. No, no, no. Okay. How, how many other missed calls were there this entire series tonight in Panthers playoff history? Hashtag Trocek was tripped. Like, we were finally due for one. Like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. They, we knew they weren't going to call anything the third in overtime. They, 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 hi, do well. Cool. Just let's go. Let's play. It was hot. prison rules. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's play. Yeah, I mean, if Leaf fans really want to complain, like, let's just go, like, five minutes or ten minutes in the game earlier when um, Kachuk's wrapping it around the net for, to pro- put it in front where uh, for uh, Sam Bennett is going to have a great chance in front and gets brutally tripped, like the most obvious tripping penalty of all time, and stays down. You knew right then the only thing that was going to get called were delay games, and, yeah, the Panthers got a delay game power play, but, like, everything else was prison rules. That's how the game was called. Do I agree with it? No. I think a penalty is a penalty. I'll have the same exact energy I had after Trotrick was tripped. If a penalty is a penalty, you should call it. So, yeah, it should have yes. been a, a penalty on Radko Gudis, but they weren't calling it all game, so same energy. Well, like, Alex is all about game management. Yep. <laughs> uh, so if we're already talking about officiating, do we want to talk about the no goal yet, or do sure. we save that for later? No, sure. we talk about it now. I mean, that clearly was not a goal. You know why it wasn't a goal? Because play was blown dead. That's right. why it's I, not a goal. I don't understand all the Leafs fans that are like that that are that are so upset by that. It's Andrew Ember had the greatest tweet about it, and I'll I'll do my best to sum it up. Uh, Andrew's tweet was essentially, you know, what's crazy is if the puck crosses the line after play is already dead, it's not a goal. Yeah, and Alex, like, yeah. you, you can agree with me on this one. A goaltender is going to stay down in that situation the entire time until play is dead. Right. So when he gets up, play is dead. Plain and simple, because he knew the puck was under him. Yeah, yeah, it was you do, like, in that kind of situation, you do not do anything, especially if no one's coming at you, until the play is over. Now, right. that play is tricky, because the whistle had not blown. Like, if you watch the overhead replay... The ref blows the whistle after the puck went into the net. The right. issue is, is the play was dead. The play was like the the blown call on that play was not blowing the whistle at least three or four seconds earlier. Like everyone well, had stopped. Well, the refs have been doing that basically both series for the Panthers. There have been opportunities for these referees to stop play. Yeah. And they have yeah. not done that. 
prime right. example would be the puck being on top of on top of Lions uh, leg pads. Playing that game, that one dead, sucked, oh. and that game knocked into the net. That yeah, hurts so that, bad. But that was the right call. The play, the puck was loose. The whistle should not have blown. In this case, the puck was undoubtedly under Bobrovsky's pad. Will we ever know whether the puck was in the net under the pad? No, we won't, because for some reason the NHL has not ad- adapted puck tracking technology. But they're working on we, it. But what we do know is that the play had stopped. Everyone had stopped. No one was poking at Bob anymore. Everyone had stopped. The ref is do is literally staring there. He had not blown the whistle yet, but everyone had stopped. And Bob starts to get up because the play is dead. The rule states if the play is dead, whether or not the whistle has been blown, there cannot be a continuation. There is no goal. So the puck got kicked in as Bob was getting up after the play was dead. The only mistake made on that on that play by the officials was not blowing the whistle once he lost sight of it. Because he's clearly looking around, has no idea where the puck is. And then finds like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to blow my whistle here. That was the only blown call on the play. Like, the Leafs are literally, your Leafs and Leafs media are literally just looking for a bad call break to get them a goal. And that's what you're crying about. When that's what you're crying about, just shut the fuck up. Like, you literally (laughs) need a ref mistake for that goal to count. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I I think that's all I want to discuss about the officiating in this game. Uh, it was very much a let them play game. Instead, I want to talk about what happened on the ice. That game was one of the most stressful games I've ever yeah. seen. Toronto, yeah. for all intents and purposes, Toronto dominated that game. They they broke 50 shots. I mean, both teams had a whole lot of shots, uh, but Toronto was in excess of 50. Sergei Bobrovsky is worth all $70 million of his contract just on this postseason run, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I am done complaining about his contract. <laughs> yeah. He he just got us to the Eastern Finals. I'm done complaining about his contract. From here on out, any complaining that I do about Bob will be about his play, irrespective of money he's making. He has done what he is being paid to do just this year. Post this yeah. clip on instant uh, on social media right there. That is yeah. clip worthy. You are absolutely right. The, That's uh, the tag for this episode. Bob, yeah, Bob's earning his money right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the second period, the Panthers clearly, clearly was sloppy and outplayed. The third period, they decided to go into shutdown city, and uh, that basically that's prevent defense and went against them. Um, so yeah, the second and third periods it was, it was not great for Florida. No, but. Bob kept them in there. Yeah. Bob right uh, now is a consmith uh, con uh, candidate oh, right now. 100%. He is oh, he... absolutely. If the Panthers do get all the way there, Bob's winning the consmith. Just they don't, they're not going to get there if, yeah. if he falls off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthew Kachuk was the MVP of the first round, but like he didn't score this series. He wasn't. He was fine. Like, I'm not, we're not turning this into a Matthew Kachuk bashing podcast, but like, especially not on the night where he is officially named a heart finalist. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. you know, he wasn't an X factor <laughs> in this series. The X factor no. was Sergei Bobrovsky. 100%. He stole game two. He was outstanding in game one and he saved their ass in overtime. I mean, the Leafs' best period was overtime. The Panthers did not generate much. The Leafs generated a lot and Bob was up to it. Transition offense, though. 
transition yeah. offense kind of helped them out in that one, and we saw that disappear this season. But in the playoffs, we've seen a couple of instances where in transition, Panthers were able to get in there and able to score, and that's what happened there, especially with Reiko Gudis bombing into the net, creating that screen, <laughs> no shower, and Nick Cousins, all the patience in the world, able to get that toe drag off and then that wrist to get past Joseph Wall, oh, who, by yes. the way, Joseph Wall, very good, commendable, very commendable. He reminded me a lot of uh, night in uh, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Am I am I crazy in saying that the hardest part of the playoffs are now behind us with Boston no. and Toronto out of the way? No, no not to no, say that my... Carolina is an easy no. series by any. That's not games. how the playoffs work. No. Carolina is going to go in there and they're going to try to score seven goals, basically. <laughs> like, I don't know. So what the answer to, to my question is actually, yes, I am out of line by saying that. You, you absolutely are out of line. <laughs> I, 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 they just got by the Bruins and the Leafs. You're, yeah. They're not wrong. The you're teams not. are not going to be better. Yeah, but it's going to be harder. Yes. This isn't a situation. Okay. okay. Carolina yes. won a division. Yeah, that Carolina is, won the division. So yes, did Boston, have... Roy. I mean, <laughs> right. But yeah, past them. Now Boston won a harder division. division. <laughs> right, but this isn't the 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 COVID shortened year, not the first bubble playoffs, but the second playoffs where you know Tampa went through a grind, including the Panthers, and then got to play an absolute dog shit uh Montreal team in the cup final. Like yeah. yeah, the Panthers, like in terms of overall team quality, Carolina, I don't think measures up to Boston and Toronto, but they're still a really good fucking hockey team. Oh, absolutely. And I still think I think they're going to be the favorite in the series. Yeah, of course they are. The Panthers so, okay. are going to be the the underdogs in the series for the entire playoffs. Right. So I, I don't think the task is quote unquote easier because they're still playing really good teams and it just gets harder the longer you go on. Like injuries right. start to mount up like, you know, uh, someone one of my uh, goalies I used to coach, he texted me before game uh, two, I think it was, that Matthew Kachuk and Mark Stahl, like there's some steps the the, the plant Panthers players have to go down to like, get to ice level. And Mark Stahl and Kachuk looked like they were laboring hard going down those steps. And, well, Mark Stahl's just been trash all year. But, like, <laughs> this was arguably Matthew Kachuk's worst five games as a Panther in terms of on-ice production. Like, sure. it's not going to well, surprise he, me at all. He's, yeah, he's, and he's like he's definitely lost a step. And again, I'm, this is not a bat, a bash Matthew Kachuk rant. It's just saying like, hey, he's hurt, and it's not going to get better. You know, with a couple of days off, like these injuries are going to keep mounting. It's going to keep going to be harder to keep moving on. And yeah, same can be said for Carolina. But you know, this isn't. It's just not going to be easy. There's not a. There's not a. Oh yeah, the Panthers should win this series, no problem. Like. It's going to be another battle, and if they win it, it's going to be another upset. True. Um, I I do also want to say there was something very cathartic uh, in winning this game. Obviously, there was a lot of catharsis, but there's one thing in particular uh, that I do want to point out, and the catharsis for Panthers fans is John Tavares. The Panthers have gotten by a John Tavares team not not only have they gotten by a John Tavares team in the five game series, he was held to a single assist. Granted, it was arguably the most important goal that the league scored in the entire series, 
the game-tying goal in the third period of Game 5. Um, but John Tavares held to one point by the Florida Panthers in five games. They really shut down the big four on that team. Oh, yeah. an excellent job, especially Gus Forsling. Really, really good job. Yeah, the the only one who was dangerous was Alex Nylander. Or, no, William not Alex Nylander. William Alex Nylander. is his baby brother. Yeah, no, William, William Nylander. Who well, gets the most I, I wouldn't say that. Before. I actually wouldn't say that. Um, they were all very dangerous. Mitch Marner was amazing in Game Four. Matthews had a very had as good of a series as you can have without getting a goal. They all had all of them. Tavares had the fewest points with just the one. None of them were held to zero points. Marner had a goal. Nylander had two. Matthews and Tavares, neither of them had goals, but Matthews had few assists and played, again, about as well as you can without scoring a goal. They were all dangerous. They were all scary. Sergei Bobrovsky is the reason that they didn't that they didn't play up to their level. Yeah, Bob. My God, Bob. Like, there's just nothing you can say. Just another, like, 2.67 goal saved above expected again tonight. Like, Every single game in this series, he was fantastic. <laughs> he held the least yeah. to two goals in every single game in this series. I'm like, curious. wow. Roberto Luongo just tweeted out a picture of him celebrating and said, act like you've been there before. Which technically <laughs> not, but, uh, but not yeah. as a Panther, he hasn't. Not as a Panther. No, not as a Panther. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we sure it was Luongo? Because that's hey, not what? a verified Twitter account. Oh. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, uh, Sergey Bobrovsky currently second among all goalies who have played in the playoffs and goal state above expected behind only Igor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just cause we're showing the highlights. Can we talk about that? Eric Stahl breakaway for a second. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. I, I actually think he played that kind of smart. No, he, he did. Knew, yeah. He, he knew that he wasn't going to be able to make it all the way, uh, all the way to Joseph wall. He, knew. he did. It's so he got so the fun. shot off while he could get a clean shot off. Yeah, and get back yeah. on defense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like 97% of the NHL like gets in on that breakaway untouched and has a has a premium scoring chance. Oh, totally. <laughs> and Eric Stahl got caught within like seconds. It was just like we can laugh about it now because obviously it didn't matter and the Panthers won, but it was just like <laughs> that was the that was DK Metcalf chasing down Buddha Baker, like. Oh my God! It, it, this happened way too fast. Why, why is this happening? But it wasn't. It wasn't as much of oh, the guy chasing Eric Stahl was that fast. It's just Eric Stahl was that slow. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was based. It, oh, <laughs> it was like trying to get a catch, trying to get the ketchup out of the Heinz bottle. It, it was. It was not exactly flowing free. It was pretty. Whoa! I know you said flowing, not spinning, but mm, yeah. He was slow. He was <laughs> yes. Um, I do have a song lyric uh, that I think should essentially be the anthem, speaking of uh, sweetness, that I think should be the anthem for the remainder of this Panthers pl- uh, postseason run. Uh, was- it's from a song called I Refuse to Die by Sidney Sprague. And the the line at the very end of the song, the last little verse, the way the song ends, the line is... All I want is to keep on trucking. I think I could with a little bit of luck come too far to just get stuck. So I refuse to die. Never heard that song. Never heard of the band, but good lyric. Love that line. And I, first of all, I love that. I've, I attached myself to that line about a year ago for personal reasons. Um, 
that line should be the anthem of the Panthers postseason run. This was supposed to be the year where they took the step back. We all kind of knew going in like, all right, they're not well, they did. in the regular uh, season. Sure. In the regular season. Um, the fact that they are now going to the conference finals in what was supposed to be like kind of throwaway, maybe you win around. Yeah. This is this is fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of owe Paul Maurice an apology. No, y'all y'all owe him an apology. I we was, owe uh, lots of people an apology. Like I was not as critical of them, but y'all, I mean, y'all jumped down Paul Maurice's throat. I mean, my God. There were times. There were times. Not every time, but there were times we definitely jumped down his throat. I mean, early in the season, we gave we had we we were the one saying like, "Hey, guys, relax." Like the underlying numbers were really good, and then the underlying numbers started to fall off a cliff, and we started to give Murray some shit. But then, uh. Things turned around, but I mean, there is no doubt that the Florida Panthers are playing playoff style hockey with that four check. So, you know, give the guy his flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a little, a little note that isn't really too relevant anymore, but it just makes a really bad trade slightly less bad um, because of the series when the pick going to the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Or the um, Ben Sherat. the Ben Sherat trade, instead of it being the seventeenth <laughs> overall pick, is now either going to be is going to be between twenty nine and thirty two. It's still a bad trade, but you know, three weeks ago or four, a month ago, we were you know there was a possibility you were giving up Connor Bedard for uh, Ben Sherat, and now it's yeah the, one of the last three picks in the first round. So it's still a bad trade, but sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, Montreal. Yeah, I I think I tweeted something to that end uh, after round one that it's still a bad trade, but the more, the further we get in these playoffs, the less I care about the Ben Chirot trade. Yeah. 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 That was going to be the story. That was, that was, that was such a, such a, such a thing, a cloud. There we go. Uh, that was such a cloud hanging over our heads all season while we were on yeah. the outside looking in for so long. Like, holy shit, did we give up a chance at Connor Bedard for Ben Sherratt? Yeah, it was horrifying. Uh, and now we're in the conference finals. Yeah. I. How many times are we going to say, and now we're in the conference finals this episode? I love being <laughs> able to say that. Um, yeah. Pretty and- funny, considering how none of those trades last season at the deadline worked. Zero. None of them are on the team. The well, they, none of them are on the team, but that's for cap reasons. The yeah. Drew trade worked. The, it just yeah, Claude Drew was he was very good. Yes, it didn't get him to the promised land, but he did his job. The same thing, like how I said, Boston, like the Orlov trade and the Bertuzzi trade, those worked. Those were their two best guys in the playoffs. Yeah, you didn't get the end result you wanted, but like you traded for guys, they were exactly as advertised. Like that's all you can ask for when you make a deadline rental deal. Yep. Um. You know who else is probably pretty happy about all this is uh, all five of the analysts who picked the Panthers to win this series. None of them said in five games, but I just want to give the appropriate credit to Sean Allen, Chris Chelios, Ryan Clark, Steve Levy, and AJ Malesko, uh, who Ryan were the only Clark. five mm-hmm, on a wow. panel of 26 people to pick the Panthers. Alex. We did this last round, and I would like to do it again. Do it. Blake Bolden. Wrong. Leafs and six. Brian Boucher. Really? Leafs and six. Oh, Wrong. Blake. John Bucci-Gross. Leafs and four. Wrong. What? Ryan Callahan. Leafs and six. Wrong. 
Cassie Campbell, Pascal, Leafs and six. Wrong. Sashin Shandon, Leafs and six. Wrong. Linda Cohn, Leafs and seven. Wrong. And that's embarrassing. Ray, You're a Panthers fan. Ray Ferraro, <laughs> Leafs and five. Wrong. Leah Hextall, Leafs and six. Wrong. Emily Kaplan, Leafs and six. Wrong. Aww, Tim Cavanaugh, Leafs and seven. Wrong. Peter Lawrence Riddell, Leafs and six. Wrong. Vince Massey, Leafs and six. Wrong. Victoria Matiash, Leafs and six. Wrong. Sean McDonough, Leafs and seven. Wrong. <laughs> Mark Messier, Leafs and six. Wrong. Mike Monaco, Leafs and six. Wrong. Arda Ocal, Leafs and six. Wrong. Kristen Shilton, Leafs and six. Wrong. Bob Wischusen, Leafs and six. Wrong. Greg Wyshynski, Leafs in seven. Wrong. I've got one more to add. What a rock star list of people who were wrong. What, PK didn't say anything? (laughs) I guess he wasn't wasn't in this one. Uh, Uh, I've got one. Well, this is ESPN. PK is with uh, TNT, right? No, PK is with ESPN. Anson Caught is with TNT. Oh, never mind. Um, Okay. I I got one more to add, though. And it's Hey Reddy or Randy Moeller. Ooh. He, after game one, said that this was not going to be a short series, that it was going to be a grind-out six- or seven-game series that the Panthers needed to win. So you get an honorary. Wrong. It wasn't uh, I'm not sure that's fair. It was a grind-out series. Every single game except for the 4-2 uh, except for the four two win in game one was a one-goal game. Two of them went to overtime. It was a very hard-fought series on both sides. All of that um, is correct, and they were all one-goal games. All a that's couple correct. of different bounces, and this is a seven-game series. Um so I don't think that's fair to Randy. He gave the Panthers their due, and he was very correct about it being a hard series. I know, but that's just me taking a victory lap and giving Randy good-natured ribbing. Obviously, I don't think he's wrong because, you know, <laughs> it's just no, like... You're taking your victory lap around the national people who pick correct. the Leafs. You don't correct. take a victory lap around our friend Randy. No, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. Randy gets a pass. Randy gets a pass. Randy was more right than anyone else on that list. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, hey, I man, am. Bucci, I am. Bucci, Bucci thought the Leafs were going to sweep him. Wow. Bucci. Bucci's been very anti-Panthers lately. Bucci has taken a hard anti-Panthers stance. Oh, speaking of anti-Panthers, Paul Bizonette, what's going on? Here? He's <laughs> well. He's a Leafs fan. He's a Leafs fan. Yeah. I I don't understand how he's on a national broadcast to be honest i know he's, he's funny very, he's a very charismatic right he's a very charismatic guy but on a national broadcast don't you want people who can be neutral and objective no. not, not what tnt is going to be no he's that's not charles what tnt is going for he's the yeah charles he's the charles barkley, barkley. yeah he, he's doing exactly what tnt there's a reason the tnt broadcast is so much more entertaining than espn's like someone tweeted out earlier, when you're watching TNT, whether it's the NBA or the NHL, you look like you're going to attending a party. When you watch the ESPN broadcast, you look like you're attending, going to a business meeting. Mm. Like you're you're there for the fun, the hilarity, the the homerism, the bias. Like yeah, biz, uh, Biznassi, whatever. He's a Leafs fan. He's giving you the Leafs homer slant. Like I mean, he was giving Lundquist shit over the um, over the the over the uh, non, uh, non goal. Yeah, and the non-goal, and it's like, come on, dude, you're telling a goal he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, shut the that, fuck that up. That was wild. Yeah, wild. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, <laughs> every, everyone's just looking at you, like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, don't tell a goalie how to how how goalie's going to react on that kind of play. What was he doing? <laughs> but he's he's doing what he's there to do is you know, be a homer, be loud, be funny. I honestly Look, should I should send a blender up the. Atlanta at the TNT store. Oh my god, you should. That would be so funny. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so, I uh, assume you at, both just looked at the picture I sent in chat. I'm looking at a, a picture of uh Radko Gudis going right just in front of Jerry. Right in Joseph, Joseph Wall's Wall. face. Yeah, but it, I, I mean I don't know for sure that's intended to be right in Wall's face. No, it's not regard- in Wall's face. He's because Wall but, is looking at Cinna Ice while the yeah, angle of it makes it seem the angle of it makes it seem like it's right in his face, but like that's just so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am uh hey, we're going to the conference finals, fellas. We're going to the conference finals and the amount of Leafs tears about the officiating. Oh I I, I I've got no, I've got no, I've got all the time in, in the world for it because you're just so fucking delusional. Like yeah. you you saw in the last week and a half just the absolute breakdown of all journalistic integrity. Like, <laughs> like everyone. That's, that's a pretty brutal way to say it, but I get I mean, Jeff Vallette is angry right now. Jeff Vallette, yeah. Um, uh, to be fair to Jeff, very, he's very not smart a media guy. He is, but he's also not a media member. He is a fan who's very intelligent. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I like Jeff in terms of his hockey knowledge. Yeah. But, like, we've talked about him before. Like, the guy is a huge Leafs homer, and he could not contain himself this series. A lot of very smart people um, who happen to be Leafs fans trended in that direction in this series. Yeah, Dom Lachuzan did it. Chris Johnston did it. But I'm not saying anything they wouldn't disagree with. Like, they went home or as they they saw their, their favorite team go farther than they've seen them go in a decade. Like, that's what happens. Hey, so have we. All right, guy. I'm not saying we're better than them, even though you should. You you should say that we are. I at least admitted when calls went the Panthers' ways that you know that were bad calls. I tweeted out the icing call. Right, that was a bad call. That was a horrible call. Bob touched the puck. No, he didn't touch it, but he made it looked like it went off his stick a little bit. No, it didn't. It It doesn't matter. There were two icing calls in this game tonight that should not have been icing, and the fact that that last icing did not go into center ice, put a face off. That was bad. That was bad. But the whole point, the whole reason an icing call has a lot of value now is because you're not allowed to change. What did happen after that icing, which was not supposed to happen, was the ice sweep. You are not, there's no, like, even if it's a TV timeout is due or whatever, you are not supposed, like, you're supposed to ignore it and wait till the next stoppage because the whole penalty of an icing is you're not allowed to change. See, so to me, got three plus minutes to rest, which negated the whole value other than the, Offensive zone faceoff for the Panthers. So there yeah. was two blown. There was two mistakes on that play. One, the icing. Two, the delay before dropping the puck. Because the rule is ten I, seconds. I do think one offsets the other, though. I, I think letting Agreed. the ice be swept offsets the icing call that shouldn't have happened. Absolutely. So, like, I'll, I'll, I kind of let that one go. Right. So stop crying. Like they they made up for. Like the only thing you lost was a defensive zone faceoff. Which you eventually, which you won, got the book to center ice and reset everything. So who fucking cares? Yeah, well, it's present of the moment. I, again, it's 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 the same thing. It's it's crying about um, Bennett all series when you know Bunting is hitting people late behind the play and didn't get a single penalty. Like did Bunting go to the box once this entire series? Not even for unsportsmanlike conduct because he was flopping the entire series. I don't remember. Maybe he did. But, like, yeah, that play where he tried to reverse hit Ekblad and then flopped and didn't get a dive. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Ekblad was mic'd up tonight, and he said that. He said yeah. the guy's falling every time he's touched. It's ridiculous. Like, it it, it was 
boy. I, Wait, he, I, should, he should get suspended next year for a game, just retroactively. Just, I do yeah. want to say, um, Ekblad had a moment in this game that I thought was just absolutely hilarious. Uh, and that would be the TJ Brody delay of game. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, he I, wasn't looking. <laughs> he was he was looking the complete opposite direction. Like you have the 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 five skaters on the ice plus Bob. So you've got what twelve guys on the bench. Yeah. Eleven of them are watching the play and calling for the delay of game. And Ekblad's head is just pointed in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, the entire bench was jumping. It was arms up. so funny, <laughs> except for Ekblad. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh boy. The man was looking at the other side of the ice. <laughs> Almost like he was looking at somebody in the stands. <laughs> it was crazy. And he just turns his head like, what happened? Lopping. Just Your flopping. rat got away with fucking everything the entire series. Multiple dives and whatnot. Like, yeah, so did ours. <laughs> right. But like, the refereeing was shit the entire series. But the only time, like, you never once, like, oh yeah, this should have been a penalty on the least. Not once. Not fucking once. So go cry somewhere else. I don't have the time for it. I do have the time for it because I'm just going to make fun of you. Uh-huh. Like, perfect example. Do you guys remember the meltdown when the when the Leafs did not get a four minute penalty on uh, Bennett high sticking bunching? Oh, oh well, like they was, lost. There was blood, to be fair. Right. It should have been four. It was only it was blood tonight. Right. Blood tonight on Lucer Lucer Right. And that was only two. Not a fucking peep. If you're quote unquote journalist, if you're quote unquote media, and you're trying, you're supposed to semi be neutral. Mention, hey, there's blood. At least say, oh yeah, this evens out the bunting, call, the bunting miss from game four. No, no. nothing, because you're you're you've gone full homer. Like or at least the Leafs ended yeah. this series with a power play, like with more power plays than the Panthers, even though the Panthers won the series four one and were pretty dominant at five on five. Even though the, the Leafs, time. even though the Leafs didn't have a single power play in game three. Yeah. And oh my god, the Panthers had two power plays, a two to zero advantage. Tonight was either even or Panthers plus one. So it right. Panthers had no, it was two two tonight. The high Panthers. stick, the delay of game, and that's it. So yeah, it was two two tonight. Yeah. Um, game four was even. Game five, uh, game three, uh, game three, the Panthers had two zero advantage. Leafs had a three-one advantage in game two and a four-one advantage in game, and a four-one advantage in game one. Like, shut up! You had the, like, there's nothing to say about officiating. No, but they're no. still going to threaten families of officials like they did West McCauley last last yeah. series. How about and the people who were calling for Bobrovsky's death? <laughs> the Leafs did, you, did, did you guys catch those Leafs fans who yes. were saying yes. that someone should kill Sergei Bobrovsky? Yeah. Oh, oh. How many yeah. tweets did we see? Oh, someone should run Bobrovsky or run Barkov or make up for bet what Bennett is doing on the ice. Like, how dare like I'm sorry, but that fan, like, I know what you're saying, Jacob. Like, oh, that they're because they're larger, that you know, the, the psychos are are easier to find because there's so many of them in a certain percentage. And you're right. But that fan base in particular, like, you don't see what we saw with the media when like it's Vancouver. Or when it's um, or when it's Edmonton, like you're even when it's Montreal, like yeah, there's a couple media members where like you can expect them to go unhinged when it's their team, but like it was everyone who was a Toronto fan, like Rachel. Uh, I mean, she's not a media Rachel member. Yeah, she went fully unhinged this series, 
And I'd love to have her on the podcast. She's really smart. She's been in the game. But, like, she was unhinged calling for, like, Bennett to get suspended at every every two seconds and never once, like, mentioning the things the Leafs were doing. Like, dude, what re, just give your head a shake when the only thing you can ever see is what happens against your team. And I'm the biggest homer on our podcast when it comes to complaining about the officials. That's but true. You I, are. But even I, when like <laughs> things went the Panthers way, I would tweet about it. Like I would tweet about like the cross check in game three that got called. And I think it was like Marner and it was a really light cross check. And the, and his stick just happened to break on whoever, whatever Panther was back. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not a penalty. It was, uh, it was Kachuk, I think. Right. But like, that was the softest cross check we've seen in the playoffs. And the, but the, the stick the, broke. Right. But that wasn't a penalty. And I said it, I tweeted it immediately. Like that was a bad call. You didn't see that once from Leafs fans or, or, or Leafs meeting. You didn't see it once. Like if I can fucking do it and I'm, you know, just a guy with a fan podcast who's a huge homer, <laughs> like you can do it when you're paid to do this fucking job. Uh, yeah. As far as the fans are concerned, like I said earlier, when Mark Stahl got hit in the year with the puck, I said, um, if you're complaining that the refs stopped play because one of the players got hit in the head with the puck, then you are treating the players as commodities and not as human beings. The man Correct. got hit in the head with a puck. Like it wasn't a slap shot, it was a pass, but nonetheless, he got hit with an object in the head. So yeah, and it hurts. Be complaining, it hurts. So for them to be complaining, that play was stopped for a player safety issue. That's crazy. Yeah, it, like it's not an official rule, but it's been an unofficial rule for a while. Where if a player gets hit in the head with the puck, the play is immediately blown dead, regardless of what's happening. Look, I'm a goalie. I've been hit in the head with a puck a lot of times, and my helmet is made to get hit in the head with the puck. And even on like glancing slow shots, it stings. It, you know, your ears are ringing like, and that's because the way the helmet is made, it's meant to distribute the energy from the shot throughout the entire helmet, so it's not one point of impact. The so Arkansas got hit in the side of the head in a player's helmet. That's not made to to take that impact. Like that's the right way to handle these things. Fire Keith is trending on Twitter. <laughs> oh, they're, they're going to have one hell of an offseason. Like, the core four, like, how many chances have they been given? I mean, I think, like, it's kind of a series of unfortunate events why the Leafs can't get over the hump. Like, they were they were a good team in this series. Like, they had the big, especially against any other goalie, they win this series. Yeah. Bob stole the series. Bob was the MVP of round two. Like, this should have been a seven-game slugfest, and Bob was just like, no, we're ending this in five. I'm going to earn my money for the first time since being a Panther. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he earned his money a bit last year, too, but it was less pronounced because the Panthers were scoring six, seven goals a game. Yeah. But this year, he earned his money. Yeah. Because he had to. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. Someone else take real. <laughs> yeah, these are these are some very interesting tweets. Uh, Fire Keith and trade Marner. Um, oh man, they're burning down up in this. Honestly, this is, the best thing that can happen. Say this is why people say that goalies can make or break a coach's career. Absolutely, goalie is the most p- important position in hockey. There is a reason for that. Now, it's still not a position you should uh, put. 10 million into into because goalies are voodoo unless your name is Vasilevsky, even though he's finally showing signs of breaking down. 
but like he's played a hundred games of hockey and yeah uh, sorry a hundred extra games of hockey in the last four years (laughs) yeah Yeah. but at least in Keith's case Samsonov's hurt so that kind of did not go in his favor I will say Joseph Wall um I'm scared I'm scared of him hey it was good I am scared of the player that Joseph Wall can become play playing in the Panthers division for the next X amount of years he is gonna be real good for a while I don't know if he'll be like the best goalie in the division he might be at some point in four or five years from now um Joseph Wall in two and a half games that he played in the series was excellent yeah but at the same time it's it, I'm I'm gonna just go with the exact same thing it's the same thing as Spencer Knight from two years ago yeah nothing is expected if you fall flat on your face no one's gonna blame you there's no pressure to it it's like hey you're the third goalie we got no one else because number one and number two are hurt just do what you can and when you're playing that way especially as a goalie where mental is so important yeah like it's freeing when it's just like hey there is no pressure on me even though it's a huge stage it's just like go out and play so yeah he was really good but like i need to see it from longer i mean the best hockey we've seen from spencer knight was his age 20 season in the two years since he hasn't been able to be as consistent so like uh, yes but clearly that's also the result of some personal issues that he yeah. has going on right but uh, again goaltending is extremely important mental and this is not a bash spencer knight comment like knight's going through what he's going through i hope he's doing well i hope you know he's back with the team next year but like wall he had no pressure in the sense of like no one expected anything just go out and play and we saw the same thing from spencer knight two years ago and it's like hey just go out and play whatever happens happens he was really fucking good wall was really fucking good we'll see what happens when you know he is the one a or one b on this team and it's you know you're expected to be good and carry this team it's a completely different mindset some of my best games of my life were you know playing upper up two age groups and it's just like yeah we needed you for this weekend because our other goalie you know had a bar mitzvah or something and it's like (laughs) okay i'm gonna go up there i played off my ass wait 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 wait. (laughs) i just want to contextualize what you just said up an age group or two because someone needed you because their starting goalie had a bar mitzvah are you saying (laughs) that when you were like 11 you were playing in 13 year old leagues or are you talking like older people who had to go to younger relatives bar mitzvahs no no no. i was saying like i was a 12 year old playing in 14 and under which is a huge gap because like huge people hit puberty and i was like all of a sudden i'm starting in a game in a tournament in a big you know national tournament that i have no business playing in and i'm the best goalie out there and it's because it's like hey no one's expecting anything out of you we just needed you yeah, and that kind of mentality is free. And look, I'm not comparing what I did to the NHL. I'm you just should. saying, when you're playing in a game, and 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 it's just like, hey, kid, go do do your best. We got your back, no matter what. It's fucking freeing when it's goaltending, and goaltending is so mentally is so important. Yeah, and how how often do you see a a backup come in for a team, and it seems like the team's defense just tightens up dramatically. Oh, that's a we've thing. Seen it with Knight, we've seen it with Alex Lyon. That we've that's, saw it with Joseph Wall. Yeah, mm. that's that's one backup goalie syndrome is a hundred percent a thing. 
where all of a sudden you realize, hey, that's not our number one guy behind us. We've got to be extra certain on our passes. We got to be extra tight with our back checks because if we fuck up once, it's ending up in the back of the net and you play better. I, I can't tell you how many teams I was on where I was the starter and I'd play Saturday night and we'd get shelled eight nothing. And it's not because I sucked. It's because like they were like, oh yeah, Alex is gonna fix everything. And then <laughs> Sunday when the when the other guy plays, we we lose like two one three one because we're just we're completely outmatched. But because it's not me and net, and it's a guy who's not as good as me, everyone's playing tighter and smarter in defensive hockey. And it's like, oh shit, we're not gonna get blown out tonight. And it wasn't because he was better than me. It was no, the team in front just like that back of goalie syndrome is real. You play, you you're just a little more precise when it's not your number one in net because you don't have that fallback of, oh, yeah, he's going to save our asses. All right, that's enough of me reminiscing tonight. I'm not talking about my <laughs> playing career anymore. I'm not the story. Mm, I don't know about that. You are you are symbolic of the story. Sure. Symbolism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just need to believe. Mm-hmm. I feel like we also need to point out that the Panthers are not the only South Florida team to clinch a spot in a conference final tonight. Yeah, we do. Fuck you, Knicks. <laughs> Bing bong, bitches. Scott the... Foster, though, he really... Oh, he tried. He tried. He, <laughs> he tried, tried so hands. hard. Oh, my God. It was, what What was it, 12 free throw attempts for the Knicks? Yeah, game? like the fourth quarter, it was just like foul. He had eight fouls like three minutes into the fourth quarter. It was absurd. Yeah, like the fact that Scott Foster has just open beef with so many different teams. Like when he's refereeing a game against Chris Paul, you know what's going to happen. When he's refereeing against game against the Heat, you know what's going to happen. The Knicks like the, went tw- the Knicks went twenty eight from thirty two from the free throw line. <laughs> the Heat went twenty three for twenty five. So that tells you the uh, disparity right there on the uh, the foul calls. And, and that's what they. Out. And that's what the Heat at home, where NBA traditionally the home team always almost always gets more free throws i mean you saw it in game four or five it was like 40 to 19 free throw advantage for the knicks like the home team always gets the calls in the nba and you saw it in game four five but game six no 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 no, no. scott foster he's he the extender he's got to make sure that he loses this goes to seven but they somehow managed it because the knicks if, if they're not getting called they fucking suck that's a garbage team. It's a terrible team. A horrible, yeah. horrible team. Uh, Dan and Amin, like they said it best. Not to you know talk about your show too much, Roy, but like when Dan said the only thing that um, uh, Julius Randall cares about is getting the crowd off its feet. Like holy mm-hmm. shit, that was Chef Kiss per- perfect. Like that's the only thing he cares about is taking the really bad shot that gets the crowd off their feet or silences a road crowd. Like that's all he cares about doing, and that's not how you win a basketball game. In the playoffs, no, I'm a little surprised to not see a lot of Kyle Dubas hate on the timeline. So oh, it's coming back to hockey. It's coming. I'm I'm surprised that most of the vitriol is against Sheldon Keefe. I, I mean, what did he? I mean, yeah, maybe he could have mixed his lines a little bit better, but like they lost the season because Sergei Bobrovsky was the best player in the series. Right, which is why I'm surprised that most of the vitriol is pointed at the coach who really coached a very good series. He'll work his way up. And not the GM. Who... Yeah, it's coming. I, Dubas has been, like, people have been calling for Kyle Dubas's head for years already. So I'm just surprised that he's not first. Hmm. 
Bob's GSAX of the for the series was 9.32. 9.32. That's nine the goals. Entire, the entire series? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's nine goals in five games. That's a lot. Which is great for Bob, uh, but doesn't tell a very good story about the Panthers, for the record. No, it doesn't. But again, the Panthers were the eight seed for a reason. Like, this isn't a... Yes, this is a bit of the team that's finding its groove at the right time and getting hot at the right time. But, like, yeah. the Panthers aren't the best. Like, in terms of on paper, of the teams remaining, they're the worst one. They're not better than the Stars. They're not better uh... than... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Robertson? Okay, maybe the Stars. Good Chuck. Maybe the Stars. Okay, maybe the Just Stars. put Robertson up against Kachuk and see what happens. Okay, all I'm saying is if you put the Panthers against any team remaining, they're the underdog. I mean, they the were the stars, eight seed for a yeah, reason. I, I take the Panthers over the Stars. Um, I mean, I'm a homer. I'm going to say the I Panthers take the over Pan- everyone. Yeah, I can... take the Panthers over the Stars and Kraken. I probably don't take them over Edmonton. I probably don't take them over Vegas. Uh, I... I will take them over Carolina just because that's our next series. And I don't want to say that I won't take them uh, because I'm going to turn around and be like, just kidding. I am taking them Panthers and six. Um, Panthers and five. Cats and five. I I want to shout out our our friend Armando Velez, who was kind enough to have me on the Locked On Panthers uh, podcast. Uh, One of his his colleagues in the Locked On Network uh, for Locked On Senators pointed out a very important and interesting statistic in this series. Uh, that very important and interesting statistic is that uh, in in five games played, Austin Matthews had the same number of goals scored as Colin White in this series. Oh, Jesus. Nice. Very oh. important statistic. Oh, man. Oh, Roy, have you seen the, the uh, video of Cody reacting to the, to the Cousins goal? Uh, no. No, I did not. It's pretty great. I'll send it to you. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's in the press box at the Heat Arena. So him and Jordan McPherson both yelled in the press box at the Cousins goal. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jordan McPherson was at the Marlins game today. So <laughs> he, uh, The only he... South Florida team that lost tonight. Yeah. Spoiling the Yuri Perez debut. Yeah, well, they won on... Uh, on Wednesday, so that, yeah, that when was, everyone else lost, so yeah, we'll, we'll take all the Marlins losses as long as Leeds to Heat and Panthers win. Yeah, I don't really care about a Marlins game in May, as opposed to the Panthers and Heat in May for also just reasons. I also just don't care about the Marlins at all because they're not a good they're not a good baseball team. Like they're just not true. Um, real that. quick, <laughs> Alex, you and I, and honestly, probably TJ, will probably do this by the. Uh, after he gets back, uh, but we'll have a full deep dive play uh, preview series for the uh, Eastern Conference <laughs> final. Uh, yeah. But real quick, do we want to throw out some uh, some quick thoughts about uh, about what we expect from that series? Absolutely. Um, well, both teams are the fiercest forward check have the fiercest forward check in the league. So um, I expect a lot of that. I expect the. Uh, I, I really expect. The games to be low scoring, I think. Uh, because really, at, yeah, as they're fierce on the floor check, but they seem to clear the zone pretty well. Each team, so I think uh, there might be a lot of 
two ones, three ones, three twos, maybe. That's about it. But I don't think they're gonna go past. I don't think they're gonna go past four goals in any of the games, you know. And those that fourth goal might be an empty netter. So, and that's sure. what I think on the series. Um, all Sun Belt Conference Final. I mean, we have a real chance of an all Sun Belt uh Conference Finals period if uh, Dallas and Vegas, Vegas and win. Dallas. Yeah. Oh, uh, that would be so sweet. Well, all the dreams of a, a Leafs Oilers Cup Final. And it ends up Panthers slash Carolina v uh, Vegas uh, v Stars or Stars. Like, yeah, the ratings aren't going to be good, but like for all of the uh, old school, you know, hockey belongs in the winter and blah blah snow and you know, Sunbelt teams need to be re- relocated to Ontario and Quebec and whatnot. Like, just fuck yourselves. Like, this is going to be so sweet if it ends up that way. Um, <laughs> in terms of the series. Carolina is the best five-on-five team in the NHL. Their system is impeccable. Rod Brindamore is a fantastic coach. Um, yeah, they're missing uh, Svechnikov and uh, what's it, and Pacioretty, but that's still a really dangerous hockey team. They fucking died. Did, uh, I, did Tevu also get hurt? Oh, Teravine, yeah, he's out, but I think he's been skating again, so he could end up back for Well, yeah, but so series. is Ryan Lomberg, so that solves that problem. Yeah. Um, that's a joke, I, by the way. Teravinen is way better than Lomberg. <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, if if I were Maurice, I know you got through the series, but like they need to go eleven and seven. Like they're getting nothing out of the fourth line. Like bring Carlson in, who had one of the best seasons in the AHL. Like go eleven and seven and scratch Dalpy or White because you're really not getting anything from either of them. I don't know if Teravinen is skating again. By the way, he had surgery on a broken hand. I could have sworn I heard on April twenty second. I I I don't think you're going to come back that quickly from that. I could have sworn he's either ahead of schedule or skating. Either way, not important. Um, I again, I think Carolina is the favorite in the series, but you know, cats in five. Uh, honestly, a fully healthy Panthers team. Wow, up against a beat up Hurricanes team. They'll both get about the same amount of rest. Carolina won their series yesterday. Um. Honestly, pound for pound, this is going to be a very interesting series. Uh, Considering health, I take Florida's forwards, but I take Carolina's defensemen easy. Yeah, and if we continue to get this, Bob, I take take Florida's goaltending. Yeah, Um, if we get this, Bob, yeah, I'm I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to Panthers and six. I said it uh, a few minutes ago, and I'm going to repeat it now. Panthers and six. Coward. Panthers and six. I agree with coward. I'm just trying to hey, be realistic. Man. It's going to be rough, though, because Carolina has the best Corsi 4 and Fenwick 4 percentages of every single team remaining uh, and the best expected goals for percentage of every Eastern Conference team remaining. Every. Yeah. Both Eastern Conference teams remaining. <laughs> yeah, but there's one prediction and one prediction only. It's Heat and 5 and Cats and 5 every time. Heat and 5, I agree, even though they just won in 6. Um Again, but if it I, wasn't for Scott Bosser, it would have been in four. I, yeah. I, I just want to be more realistic about the Panthers uh, because we our our strength is in our objectivity. Uh, Fine, Heat Panthers in six. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is going to be a tough six, series, y'all. Roy. The one place <laughs> I really disagree with you is I think it, I think it's going to be a pretty uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. Okay. I, I think we're going to see some 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 decent scores here. I think we're going to see mean, goals too. I mean, Carolina scoring was a question going into the playoffs. I think that, I think that, 
this might change in the series, I think. Water finds his level, I guess, is what you could say on that. That's how the Panthers got this far, in my opinion. Yeah. If water if water didn't find its level, then the Panthers wouldn't would have lost to Boston. <laughs> okay, well, let's say water finds its level in this series, and both teams are basically the same, <laughs> I guess. That's a fair point. Offensively. Uh five on five, just for the record, in the regular season, uh at five on five, the Panthers scored seventeen more goals than the Hurricanes. Okay, real quick. It's not Panthers related, but the Heat tweeted out the uh, picture of Jimmy Butler doing the crying face to Julius Randle. That's amazing tweeting from a main account. (laughs) That's an amazing tweet from the main account. That would be like that would be like if the Panthers tweeted out the picture of Gudis screaming at Joseph Wall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, Carolina's Twitter game has been on fire lately. Oh, it's been so good. I'm so excited excited to see uh, what they come up with for the Panthers series. Although realistically, this would be a very, I, this would be a bad idea. But one thing that they could do is tweet like actual pictures of hurricane devastation in Florida. <laughs> like they have real, <laughs> they have real images that they can pull on for this. Yes, they can. Uh, yeah, hurricane well, search hurricane Andrews. Yeah, the hurricanes can tweet out a dead panther on the street if they want to. I guess. <laughs> No, they'll be more creative than that, though. No, like, no, I'm, they're, I'm they're really excited creative. to see what that graphic design department comes up with because they were really good in the Devil series. Yeah, it's t- it's tasteful but funny what they do. It's not just like going for shock value, right? Which is why I said like doing what I said would be highly inappropriate, but like right. they could. Yeah, the Panthers did not tweet out the uh, the goodest thing. They did tweet out no, the retweet not. the Miami Heat doing the. The dunking with with a Panthers jersey, so we'll take that. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think we can wrap it there. Uh, yeah. Roy, final thoughts. Well, currently I'm uh, posting a yo mama joke to somebody who says that I'm using hockey terminology to uh, mask the <laughs> fact that I know very little about the sport. You can go fuck yourself, sir. The result of this treat is uh, me saying I won't be at the studio on Monday because I'll be at yo mama's house. That morning, hmm. talking about how the Panthers forechecking will win the series versus the Hurricanes. That is uh, me hitting. That click was me hitting tweet on tweet deck. Rate us five stars at that guy's mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things uh, with both us and and Roy and everywhere that you can find Roy. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Go Panthers.